Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Deep in the Spread podcast. Uh, this week we'll be discussing the conference championship uh, games coming up Friday and Saturday. Um, I believe it's episode 15. I'm, Mark's not actually here to keep uh, keep me on that, so we're just going to roll to episode 15. Um, this week we got you know Utah and Oregon on Friday night at 8 o'clock, and then we have the rest of the game Saturday. Obviously, it's a pretty small slate, being that it's conference, champ- conference championship week. I don't really love conference championship week, just because it's kind of, I don't know, it's a boring week for me. Um, some stats about conference championship, championship week. The last two years, the Power 5 schools that are favorites have gone 10-0 and straight up and 8-2 and against the spread, which is kind of a scary number. Uh, that Oregon game tonight, we're just going to jump right into it with that. Uh, I do want to mention that there was not an episode last week due to just being a little bit too busy. Uh, so I do apologize for that. I'll try to be on top of it going forward. Uh, Oregon and Utah, you know, Utah's sitting at a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't love that, but Utah's looked a little too good to bet against lately. Obviously, they haven't played anybody, so the strength of schedule's down, but Oregon, I don't, I don't really trust either side on that game. If I had to pick one, I'd probably go with Oregon, but I don't like Mario Cristobal very much, especially not as an underdog. If I'm playing anything, I'm going to play the over, that open at 51, conditions are going to be terrible, that I would wait until five minutes before the game, and then I'd send a text over to get that over. That's going to fall. I can see that. I can see it starting at 41 and a half, 42 by the time the game starts. It's going to be windy. It's going to be crappy out. But I can see it getting a little bit loose if uh, Utah takes the lead, and they really want to pour it on to try to solidify their spot in the playoff and make their case. We're going to move from there to UAB Florida Atlantic. I haven't looked into this game a whole lot, but I know both these teams can score. I just, at first glance, the 49.5 looks a little too low. Not normally an over guy, so for me to start off the podcast with two overs is a little surprising. Uh, but I would take the over 49.5 there as well. We're going to go from there to another game that I, it's a tough pick. Uh, I've been on Louisiana Lafayette, Louisiana Monroe all year. Um, I've liked them a lot all year. I've taken them a handful of times. I've taken Appalachian State a handful of times as well. It's a tough game. I don't love either side, but I would take Appalachian State minus 6.5 if I had to make a pick. I'm going to make a pick on that just because it's conference championship week and there's not a lot of, a lot of other games to take action on. So I'm going to bet on Appalachian State there minus 6.5 because why not? Um, so take it how you will. Not that convinced. Uh, the committee did a really good job of, they did a great job, sorry about that, uh, recording this on my phone, so that's, you obviously heard that vibrate. The committee did a great job of balancing the games out right now, where if, uh, if we knew that Oregon was going to be out of it, and you, like, so, Mark, I'm going to have to have you cut that part. The committee did a great job of balancing the games to where the the important game, obviously Georgia and LSU, is the last game. If Georgia and LSU played first and LSU stomped them, Georgia's out, Utah might be in. If Utah loses, Oklahoma might be in. It, it's really up in the air at that point. That game's last, which kind of kills. It, it, it messes with motivation a little bit. Um, obviously, if Utah loses... Look for Oklahoma to come out and stomp Baylor. Uh, if that happens, I'm going to take Oklahoma minus nine. 
and I'm going to take over 64. Oklahoma's defense isn't going to stop Baylor that easily, but Oklahoma's offense might put up 50 points by themselves if Utah loses. Now, if Utah wins and wins convincingly, I don't know what kind of motivation Oklahoma's really going to have. Uh, and I would, I'd probably, oh man, I don't really know what the play would be then. Um, that'll be a play that I'll make on Instagram. So look for that. It'll be on Instagram and Facebook. But I don't really, I don't have a pick on that game at this point, not knowing the outcome of the Oregon-Utah game. Uh, one game I really like is Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati plus nine. It's going to be one of those ones where you're just going to sweat it out. Um, I took it last week, I believe it was. Uh, I got Cincinnati plus 11 and a half. They, they lost by 10. They covered the game. I mean, Cincinnati turned the ball over three times. Memphis only turned it over once. Memphis started the game off with a kick return touchdown. Just some fluky stuff happened there. I think Cincinnati comes out, and I think there's a good chance they actually win this game. But I definitely think they cover nine. Um, Wisconsin and Ohio State is, I mean, when they met earlier in the year, Ohio State won 38-7, I believe it was, and they were like a 13.5-point favorite. All that's happened since then is Wisconsin has shown me more weaknesses from that team and spots where they can be exposed. And Ohio State has not shown me any of those. I haven't seen a single spot where Ohio State can be exposed yet. This line is 16.5. I don't see any way that Ohio State doesn't come in there and just steamrolls them uh, and then solidifies themselves as the number one spot. With, with LSU's schedule, it's a really tough battle to say that LSU is not the number one team in the country. But if Ohio State comes out there and they beat Wisconsin by 25 again, I mean, how, how do you not make that case for Ohio State being number one? It'd be a really tough spot. Obviously, being the number one seed is a huge, huge deal this playoff because the number three seed or the number two seed is going to be playing Clemson. So not the person you want to play in the first round. Speaking of Clemson, Clemson is playing Virginia. Virginia is 28 and a half point favorite. Virginia's a 10-2 team. Virginia lost to Notre Dame, and they, they, did, they lost a fluky game. I don't remember who it was to um, earlier in the season, but it, this team is too good to be given 28.5. The defense is strong. I, I don't see – I get it because Clemson's been destroying people, but I don't see the real logic behind a 28.5-point dog there. Um, I like the over as well, 55.5. Take that, take both of them, Virginia plus 28.5 and, and the over 55.5. I think Clemson wins this game, but I think they win this game something along the lines of like 35 to 21, maybe 38 21, somewhere around there. That would be my guess. Uh, and I think this game does squeak the over. Um, the last game I'm going to talk about, it's got to be LSU Georgia. Joe Burrow's too damn good. I don't see any. I don't see any world in which that Georgia defense can keep up with the LSU offense. I see a couple realities where the Georgia defense slows down the LSU offense, but I just don't see any world that the Georgia def Georgia offense is able to put up a lot of points. LSU's defense is a little bit down, but they've got talent. They've had injuries. They've had a lot of stuff, and they've. To be honest with you, I think they've kind of been in a spot where they know the offense will bail them out. So it's not that big of a deal if they do have a crappy game. Having said that, I think that 100% LSU covers that game. The line's up to 7. It might hit 7.5 for 
for all we know. It's, I wouldn't be shocked if it does hit 7.5. It opened at 4. Usually I don't like to go with the public line movements or just overall the line movements. But I don't see any way that Georgia just goes tack for tack, score for score with LSU. Uh, so hit LSU plus, or minus 7. And let's just roll with that. Uh, like I said, favorites have been really good. So that bodes well for Oklahoma, App State, uh, Wisconsin, or not Wisconsin, Ohio State. Doesn't bode so well for Cincy or Virginia. Um, and then the last one to talk about, because we're in Michigan here, uh, we're going to go Central Michigan, minus six versus Ohio. I mean, since Mark and I did that tailgate at Central Michigan, that team's been really good. And it was like that week, that team has been really good since then. Uh, I'm not going to take all the credit for that one, but I mean, maybe throw us a little bit of credit there. Uh, Central Michigan should beat them by six. Their, their running attack is really good. Um, the running back, uh, I think his name's Joel Ward, if I'm it's just off the top of my head. Um, he's got 164 carries and like 1,300 yards or something like that. It's, he's, he's been really good this year. So as long as he uh, gets his carries and stays healthy, he's been nicked up a few games, they should come out there and they should, they should win by at least six. Um, so let's lay the points with the Chippewas there, and hopefully we can go uh, undefeated on conference championship week. Uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget to go like, follow, and subscribe on whatever podcast app you listen on, as well as Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. And uh, hopefully we'll have some exciting news coming out for you soon.